good morning and thank you for joining me once again as we continue uh, in this uh, devotional journey and we've simply called it from unbelief to belief uh, some things some basic things that uh, we hope would be useful in both nurturing your faith but assisting you in bringing others uh, to faith so we're combining some uh, devotional aspects with uh, some apologetic aspects and some evangelistic aspects uh, in this series. And our text today is Isaiah chapter 55, the Old Testament prophet Isaiah chapter 55 verses 10 uh, through uh, 11. And we want to say uh, something about uh, the Word of God. And uh, is the Word of God reliable? Is it what it uh, says that it is? And uh, there is simply uh, a, a reality that uh, certainly uh, the, the Word of God uh, affirms for itself that which it is and that the Spirit of God bears witness in the life of the believer that the testimony of Scripture is true. Now that's, I know, uh, critics would call that circular reason, but that is one level of argumentation. And that the Word of God is powerful. The, the author of Hebrews speaks of it as sharper than a two-edged sword, uh, that it divides the joints and the marrow. And so uh, the, the Word of God uh, cuts into us. And, 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 and again, the idea of cutting something is, is a painful concept. That the, that the Word of God uh, confronts us about the reality of, of, of our sin, uh, but also uh, in that uh, it reveals the remedy to our sin as a Savior whose name is Jesus. And so let's look at this business of, of Scripture and its trustworthiness, its reliability, but really mo most importantly for us here today, uh, its power, and maybe even its utility. Uh, verse 10, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth or goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. And so uh, God has a purpose uh, in nature uh, for the way uh, nature works in, in terms of uh, rain, that, that, uh, uh, that rain falls and rain uh, waters the earth, and uh, as the earth is watered, uh, then uh, vegetation uh, springs forth, uh, out of this uh, necessary supply of water. And Isaiah wants us to know that there's somewhat of an analogy uh, between God's purpose in sending the rain and uh, the um, result of that rain. Uh, it, it bears some analogy to the working of the Word of God, that the Word of God, just as the rain is sent, is sent by God, its source is ultimately God, as is the rain, uh, uh, finds its source in God. And just as the rain will not fail to produce its intended uh, purpose for the earth, that, that vegetation will sprout forth as a result of the earth being watered, uh, as human beings are watered uh, by the word of God, then God shall accomplish 
uh, its per his purpose in their life. He shall bring forth uh, not uh, vegetation, but he shall uh, bring forth spiritual uh, fruit uh, in the life of those that he determines uh, to accomplish uh, that reality. And so uh, while, again, there, there's some great proofs for the reliability of Scripture, and we'll say just a brief word about that, uh, the main thing that I would say is that the Word of God is powerful. Paul can say in the book of Romans chapter 10 uh, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Well, what if they don't want to hear and they don't want to believe? We'll continue to give them the Word of God, that the Word of God will be utilized by the Spirit of God uh, to bring about that which we desire, that which God would purpose, namely uh, faith. Now, uh, to, be, to be sure, uh, we, we make claims uh, of the Bible that it is inerrant, that it is inspired, that it is infallible. And I think those are important things to say about uh, the Word of God. And just given the nature of ancient literature, uh, we have multiple witnesses uh, from multiple locations over a great span of years that uh, demonstrate the reliability that the text, the ancient text, uh, primarily I'm speaking of the New Testament here, but it applies to the Old. Um, these, these thousands of texts that we have from the ancient world that are uh, transcriptions of, uh, of, of the New Testament, uh, we, we find them on the continent of Africa, we find them in the regions of Palestine, we uh, find them uh, in uh, uh, Asia Minor, uh, we find these manuscripts and we start comparing them and this one is from 100 AD and this one's from 300 AD and this one's from Turkey and this one's from Egypt and on and on it goes and we go, wow, they're just alike. They say the same things. Now there may be a word or two that uh, is misprinted, uh, miscopied, but uh, uh, a very high percentage we find the same thing. And so these manuscripts demonstrate to us uh, that God superintended that that which he gave to whether it was Paul or Peter or John or Matthew or whoever he chose to inspire to give the record of uh, his existence, of the uh, testimony to the gospel, uh, that uh, somebody wrote it down, they got it right, it was preserved, it was passed on, and this Bible that sits on my desk here today, the Bible that uh, you bring to church on Sunday, the Bible that may be lying by your bedside or wherever you keep your Bible, it is an accurate and reliable testimony. It is the revelation of God uh, for our salvation. And so this word uh, that is demonstrably reliable tells one story consistently. I know the critics love to talk about the contradictions, folks. There are no contradictions in the Bible. There may be some things that are difficult for us to harmonize, but there are no contradictions in the Bible. And so the Bible tells a, bears consistent witness to the reality of God the Creator, the reality of God uh, the Redeemer, uh, the reality of the God who sent His Son Jesus Christ into our world. And so as we utilize this word, we come to this word, we share this word with those that are in an unbelieving state, having full confidence that that which the Bible says of itself, that this word will not return void, that God will accomplish his purpose, namely salvation, uh, for those uh, whom he will call to himself uh, through the gospel. And so I think we should have a high degree, uh, an ultimate degree of confidence that the word of God 
uh, will do that which God has intended it to do, namely bring about uh, salvation for those who believe. Yes, we can go outside the Bible and say, well, this demonstrates that it's true, that it's reliable, all of these things. Those are good things. But first and foremost, we should have confidence that the imperishable seed of the new birth, rightly divided and rightly proclaimed, will bring about the hearing through which God will work faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, for their salvation. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day. I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.